Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. When I'm recording this, it's almost February, and that is my favorite month of the year because it is my birthday month. And I always think back on my childhood birthdays. I grew up in the cold north of Minnesota, and I have many fond memories of bundling up in zero temperatures to go sledding on my birthday. And another thing I always think about is my mom would make me a Valentine's-themed cake almost every year, which, of course, made me very happy. And so this is the month we celebrate love, right? And so this episode is going to be about self-love because I believe it is the most important love in our life. Now, if you Google the phrase self-love, which I just did, you will get 3.8 billion search results. And so there are clearly lots of ideas and opinions on what self-love is. The top result on Google happens to be from the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation. And so I started to read how they define self-love. And they say it's a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. They also go on to say, self-love can mean something different for each person because we all have many different ways to take care of ourselves. Figuring out what self-love looks like for you as an individual is an important part of your mental health. I really love their definition and point of view. And actually, as I kept reading, I thought, This is really, really good. I totally agree with this. And so why don't I just read the whole piece for you on the podcast? And the contributor who wrote this is Dr. Jeffrey Bornstein, president and CEO of the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation. And it goes on to ask the reader, what does self-love mean to you? And he says, for starters, it can mean talking to and about yourself with love, prioritizing yourself, giving yourself a break from self-judgment, trusting yourself, being true to yourself, being nice to yourself, setting healthy boundaries, forgiving yourself when you aren't being true or nice to yourself. Then he says, for many people, self-love is another way to self-care. To practice self-care, we often need to go back to the basics and he lists out 
listen to our bodies, take breaks from work, move and stretch, put the phone down and connect to yourself or others or do something creative. Eat healthfully, but sometimes indulge in your favorite foods. Then he says, self-love means accepting yourself as you are in this very moment for everything that you are. It means accepting your emotions for what they are and putting your physical, emotional, and mental well-being first. Yes, I 100% agree. He then offers how and why to practice self-love. He says, Now we know that self-love motivates you to make healthy choices in your life. When you hold yourself in high esteem, you're more likely to choose things that nurture your well-being and serve you well. These things could be in the form of eating healthy, exercising, or having healthy relationships, for example. He then gives ways to practice self-love, such as the first one, becoming mindful. He says people who have self-love tend to know what they think, feel, and want. So he's saying that when you practice self-love, you slow down. You turn off the automatic pilot that can tend to run us, and you begin to observe and pay attention to what your mind is doing and what your thoughts are. You observe and you understand what you're feeling rather than ignoring or pushing away your emotions. And you acknowledge and pay attention to what you truly want for yourself in your life, such as what are you truly hungry for, as we talked about in past episodes. Another self-love practice he offers is taking action based on need rather than automatic and unconscious wants. He says, by staying focused on what you need, you turn away from automatic behavior patterns that get you into trouble, that keep you stuck in the past, and that lessen self-love. I talked about this in depth in the last two podcasts, especially about how to make true choices for ourselves that lead to the well-being and the nourishment that we desire in body, mind, and soul. And Be sure to listen to those episodes if you haven't yet. The next self-love practice he offers is practicing good self-care. He says, you will love yourself more when you take better care of your basic needs. People high in self-love nourish themselves daily through healthy activities like sound nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, and healthy social interactions. I will also add to that self-care of your soul, whether that's certain spiritual practices for you or simply doing things for yourself that help you feel feelings of joy in your life on a regular basis. And I talked all about soul nourishment in episode one. And then the last self-love practice he offers is making room for healthy habits. He says, start truly caring for yourself by mirroring that in what you eat, how you exercise, and what you spend time doing. Do stuff not to get it done or because you have to, but because you care about you. And in episode two, I talked about creating your most nourishing year in 2023. 
And I mentioned how you have to decide in your heart who you truly want to be with food and who you want to be in your body and in your health and your wellness long term. And to use that vision then of yourself to help you tap into exactly what he is talking about here. We need to let go of old versions of ourselves that may have pursued weight loss or wellness as a have to or from fear of not being good enough or not doing good enough sort of thing and instead find inside of yourself who is that version of you that practices healthy behaviors because she wants to and because she likes to care for herself. In that episode, I talked a lot about the importance of creating the right mindset first before taking action and all about creating the essential thoughts and beliefs that you need in order to practice the wellness behaviors that this new version of you does on a regular basis. And also in my book, It's Just Food, I give several journaling prompts and a process that takes you through exactly this. Finally, Dr. Bornstein says, to practice self-love, start by being kind, patient, gentle, and compassionate toward yourself the way that you would with someone else that you care about. Oh, this is so important. And in my Food Freedom Body Bliss course, I teach exactly how to do this and why it is one of the foundational elements for success in terms of transforming your relationship with food and learning how to lose weight in a way that is lasting and sustainable. So your homework this week is to, if necessary, re-listen to this podcast and make some notes and start to ask yourself how you can show up with more self-love for yourself in terms of all the things that he talked about in this article. And especially, especially this last point, being kind, patient, gentle, and compassionate to yourself the way that you would with someone else that you care about. How can you start to do this more? Where do you need to do this more for yourself? Around what topics, around what areas of your life do you need to be more kind, patient, and gentle and compassionate to yourself? Very likely you need to be more kind to yourself when it comes to your eating. If you have overeating patterns or you know binging behaviors, emotional eating patterns, you might really beat yourself up when that happens. That has to stop. Also, the the beating of yourself up has to stop because that will help you stop those behavior patterns with food. They're directly linked. It's like a feedback loop. The more that you hate on yourself, like he mentioned in the article, the less you want to show up well for yourself. This is why self-love is a foundational principle to all this transformation that you want to do around food and with weight loss or wellness, whatever it might be. And so in next week's episode, I will continue on this theme of love in the context of body love and how and why we must love our bodies at every shape and size. Until then, have a fabulous week. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If 
Also, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss, where you can learn step-by-step -step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.